Hello, retro gamers, and welcome to the Video Game Flashback Podcast. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Video Game Flashback is available on a good number of podcasting apps now, like the Apple, Google Podcast, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify. So it's moving around. It's branching around. I believe it's uh, popping up on Audible soon. It is on Odyssey already. Not Audacity, but Odyssey. Audacity is the uh, (laughs) editing software I use. So just take the A out of, uh, uh, take the second A out, basically. And there you go. Today... Well, thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show, by the way. It's it's wonderful to have you on board. Beautiful day outside in December, early December 2022. And, well, many, many years ago, 45 years ago, it was the Christmas season. Some people call it holiday season. I will probably call it the Christmas season of 1977, the Atari VCS slash 2600 came out (laughs) around that time a little bit before that but it became more of a special exciting thing it was the tickle me elmo of 1977 and it came with combat that's right i am going to open things up with combat because how can you start off with game consoles not related to pong without talking about combat we might as well start things out from the very 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 beginning with two Tanks that look like eyes with uh, a thing coming out of the middle. We'll leave that alone. The AVGN might have some naughty statement to say about that. But um, it kind of almost looks like Pong sticks. I don't know. Especially the scoreboard on Atari. But Atari 2600. Today I will be using the NES Mini with uh, the emulator of... With the Atari emulator on it. With <laughs> Combat on it. I have, I have a real copy of Combat with the old Atari... But it looks better in HD. Let's just leave it at that. I know, I know. You want to go to old school, but I don't really have a tube TV anymore. So just got to be honest with that. So this is obviously, just want to start simple. Something that won't be a long, long, long show. Something that could be fun to talk about at the same time. Interestingly, though, guess what? The release date was September 11th. Oh, the release date was September 11th. 1977, and then ultimately, again, it became a bigger thing as we headed closer and closer to the Christmas season. But it was basically early fall, late summer, technically, if you can believe that. The developer was, of course, Atari. Atari made it themselves. But uh, again, the designer was Joe Mayer, and there were a few others. Joe DeClu- uh, Steve Mayer, Joe DeClure, Larry Kaplan, and Larry Wagner, the project manager. Atari 2600, and of course, also known as the VCS in the early days, Video Computer System. Fun, fun, enjoyable game, but you'd have to have a second player. And there are a couple of emulators out there that have AI or automatic intelligence, but it's automatically not intelligent. It's unintelligent. It just kind of like not bumps into the wall, basically. So unfortunately, it's not a very good AI. You'd beat it like 300 to zero, basically. Yeah, well, you'd win the game anyway. <laughs> so we start off from the beginning, the first level. There's no, uh, there's no barriers or anything. Of course, again, I'm playing by myself and shooting at the the other tank. Uh, you can kind of keep the tank moving. It can turn in all directions. You have to hold the button down, though. You have to hold the you know, the joystick in this case, in, in normal cases. In this case, I'm using the Nintendo D-pad down in order to uh, direct the tank. The cool part is, though, there's other versions of this game as you move forward, where you get into more barriers and such apologize i'm kind of shooting around the cool part is you can redirect that's probably one of the more innovative things about this at the time you can redirect the arrow when you turn or the the projectile when you turn basically you're just competing against each other 
two tanks or planes or whatever it is as you go further on, different kinds of planes and ultimately jets. You have in your collection. And I everything, appreciate you know? it, but I'll just uh, take that fake game back. Uh, well, uh, I could trade you another game. Like, how about uh, Combat on Atari? Oh wow, Combat, classic game. It was included with every Atari 2600. I love that game, but you know what? I'm gonna go ahead. I'll, I'll just, I'll just, just give me back that one right there. Come on, Combat. Yeah, Combat. Combat with the tanks. Uh huh. Tanks, planes too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like I said, it's okay. But yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm totally fine. I probably have a couple of combat cards. I'll just take that one back. The object of the game mostly is to shoot your opponent. You obviously, make contact with your opponent. Obviously, each time you get a combat, you score a point basically, and then you have uh, the game runs on a timer of two minutes and sixteen seconds. Why that exact number? I'm not sure. Why not just two minutes or something? I don't know. But it's a. I guess. I guess it gives you an extra second after. The two minutes and a quarter and then the screen would then start kind of flashing in different uh, shades basically and start to change colors like a screen protector like an early day screen protector which is really kind of cool <laughs> when you consider it's like a computer like a computer because it is a computer really but it's specifically for games um whoever has the higher score wins there were times I used to think you'd get to a certain score and it would stop, but no, it's all about the timer. So you could go on forever. You could get, you could be up 23 to nothing, basically. Uh, it's not like volleyball or something. You get to 15, or maybe it's 14 to 14, and then you have to beat the opponent by two points or anything. It's nothing like that. Uh, you just kind of keep going and going and going. There's 27 game modes. 27. The second one, obviously, the first one is a tank. It's just an open screen inside a square, basically. What do you expect? A square? What do you think it's going to be? A, a a rectangle? No. Actually, it could very well be a rectangle. You get those in the screen and the new screen. Duh. Game mode level two. But no, I mean like something round. What are you expecting? Something curved? No, not an Atari. But yeah, but you get some barriers in the second mode. Third mode is about the same. Fourth mode, it gets more and more barriers. They're smaller, but they're spread out a bit. Fifth, so it's kind of like a level two for each one. And then six is kind of like a level three, basically. It's like a little bit more intense than before. So kind of funny to imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you get the bouncing. That's what it is. It's all about the bouncing uh, parts, like Pong. So, yep. <laughs> it's kind of a Pong effect, which is cool at the end of the day. Seven is kind of the next stage of it all. Kind of looks similar. Bouncing effect with uh, more barriers. Eight. Now you're back to like square one again. And interesting. Um, it's like there's no damage to the opponent. You have to hit him more than once apparently. That's very interesting. And that bounces all over the screen. So it just kind of continues. Ten is invisible. That's even better. <laughs> Eleven. Yep, so now you become invisible tanks as you go through the levels again. Fourteen, yep, invisible. And then fifteen, you get to the biplane. So kind of like World War One, I would say, a look. And you get the clouds in the middle, which are pretty cool. It's two planes going at each other. It's level sixteen. Yep. This is when you, uh, you guide it like kind of like Top Gun or something. You got Top Gun, like down is up and up is down, of course, like pulling a pulling on a on a on a um the stick basically in a in an airplane. Continue 17 is more planes. Somehow I just exited the game, so that's always fun. <laughs> but, yep, you get the biplanes for a bit. Different colors and such. Then you get no clouds, so there's no no uh, way to kind of hide from your opponent for a second. 
And then 19, you get double planes on each side. 20, you get the huge plane versus three little ones. Sometimes, yeah, you'd rather, a lot of people would probably rather be the three little ones because you get three shots rather than one big plane and you're just a huge target. So, yeah, that's kind of tough. You're basically a big target. That's all you really are. And then that continues. Now you get the jets on level uh, 21. You're moving around a little faster. It's a little more modern here. This is kind of like Vietnam era, maybe. Yeah, that's basically what kind of jets we're talking about here. But jets were very much around by the 70s. So, heck, Pastor Mac Hammond of Living Word Christian Center was a <laughs> was a was an Air Force veteran in Vietnam. So he flew jets. Uh, so just things like that. It continues to 22, 23. Now there's no clouds. 24. Pretty much just gets faster. Then you get the double planes in 25, 20, and then 26 is three on one. Wow. And it's not a big plane either. Interesting. So that's an interesting challenge for somebody to be the single plane in that case. And 27 is double, double again with no clouds. So interesting, interesting and fun game to compete against people and a fun way to kind of start your Christmas back in those days. A fun way to kind of bring consoles home outside of the Pong uh whole pong genre because it was just kind of pong more pong and this pong and that pong though some of those systems got innovative we'll probably talk about pong someday i'm sure we will we'll have an episode about pong we'll go into the deep long history about those but uh combat definitely a very fun game and uh can generate some interesting conversation here's some sound effects from the game There's nothing better than the classic sound effects of the Atari 2600, is there? Like the AVGN once said, <laughs> there's the Atari 2600, there's, it has a charm that can never be matched. And, and that's true. It's got that feeling like late at night, maybe you're, all the lights are off, you're in the basement or in the living room, whatever, by yourself, and just you just hear the sound effects going and the screen flashing, all the different colors. It's a very colorful system, despite the fact the graphics are very primitive, obviously. But what do you expect? It's 45 years ago. 45 years ago is when the Atari 2600 came out. VCS 2600, however you want to call it. Um, and earlier you heard a fun clip of the Angry Video Game Nerd and Pat the NES Ponca. Kind of <laughs> it was in the uh, Nintendo World Championships video where the Angry Video Game Nerd was uh, basically... <laughs> pretending that uh, oh he's gonna trade he's gonna trade uh, combat to pat the NES Punk for his uh, Nintendo World Championship so that would be funny like oh yeah you'll just give it to me for combat I'll give you combat for it Nintendo World Championships worth like twenty thirty forty fifty thousand dollars the rarest most expensive Nintendo game outside of like uh, stadium events I believe but we're not necessarily here to talk about that just a fun clip and entertaining the back and forth thought of combat and of course again. If you're going to play Atari, you got to play combat at least once, right? At least once, maybe twice. It can be addictive, and it can take you back in time. It can turn back the clock. Um, I didn't play Atari until around 1986 when my uh, my babysitter at the time, I was 
It was about 85, actually. I was, yeah, 85, 86 in kindergarten, like six years old. So unfortunately, no, I don't go back to 1977 when it first came out. I wish I did. I'm a, I'm Gen X, but I'm not an older Gen X. I'm like a middle to younger Gen X, I'd say, younger Gen X. Um, but Burns, you'd say he's a, he was an older Gen X. He was uh, obviously, he was, what was he, a 10th grader at the time? And I was a kindergartner in the same school, of course. He babysit us. The first system he brought over was the Atari. And we played combat and we played other games like Centipede and such. It was a lot of fun. And then eventually he uh, introduced us to the Commodore 64. So definitely enjoyable. We'll talk about the Commodore 64 and certain games on it and such in the future. I'm absolutely certain of that. Maybe we'll get Paul Kenneth on board to talk about that if he'd like particularly certain games or just a, a, a episode where we talk about the system itself. But obviously lots of fun memories. Unfortunately, again, I don't go back to the beginning, but I do go back quite a bit. Like we're talking 85-ish and such. So at the time, just the thought of being able to control what's on the TV, that's the whole thing. That's what was so exciting about, say, a game like Combat coming to your house. You can fly little airplanes around on your TV. You can shoot tanks to, to another tank. on a, You can shoot bullets from a tank to another tank on your TV. So it was incredibly enjoyable and memories that will last a lifetime, to be quite honest. So there, there's always a charm to it. You can make fun of the graphics all you want. But the one thing that I always liked about the Atari versus the Commodore 64 was you turn it on and it plays. You know, there's no freaking loading time. And the worst thing about the loading time on, say, a Commodore or even an NES, for Pete's sake, is sometimes it doesn't load at all. And you got to try again. And then you load it in and try it again. The Atari, turn it on, works. It's amazing how something that old and that, you know, that ancient in technology, so to speak, when it comes to video games, so reliable, even to this day. All these years later, we're talking 86 then. It was, you know, it was kind of old then. Now that'd be like, oh, that's like the PS, uh, PS4 or something. <laughs> Isn't that weird when you compare that? That'd be compared to the PS4. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's like 10 years old, you know, it's ancient. Yeah, yeah, right, PS4. But something I'm not interested in at all, honestly. Um, I, maybe once in a blue moon, but not really, no. Um, but yeah, something that's now 45 years old. You could turn it on and it works as long as you took care of it. As long as you didn't pour coffee on it, coffee, as the, as Pat Dennis Punk or AVGN might say, James James Rolf uh, might say. So it's again something I would totally recommend. Especially you can turn back the clock. You have to have a friend with you, of course, and you could just go on, have some fun. Maybe you're drinking beer. Maybe you're just hanging out. At the, you know, just having a classic thing. Are you playing some '80s music in the background? Doesn't get much better than that, does it? Please don't play Miley Cyrus. Please don't play any of the modern music. <laughs> or if you do, I guess that's your choice. But uh, maybe I won't be there <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're planning on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, combat can bring you back and enjoy it. So highly recommended. Do check it out. No question. I wish I had somebody here right now that would play it with me. But, you know, I don't think my wife would. And, of course, she's already at work at the time that I'm recording this, which is kind of the idea. It's a lot easier to record a podcast than somebody's thumping around in the apartment when you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to record a podcast. Uh, again, sorry if this is short. Sorry if this is kind of maybe too simple, too basic. But, you know, I mean, I wanted to start off that way. Uh, Going to cite Wikipedia for basically... Uh, for the information on this one. Again, we can talk some more about it. Uh, again, it came out on September 11th, believe it or not. 
looks like they had yeah they had different uh, cartridges and all that different box art over the course of time uh there were other games that were similar which is kind of cool uh tank was uh, in the atari or excuse me in the arcades even before that in the mid-70s jet fighter in 75 combat was programmed by joe DeClure and larry wagner yep so and then even coleco released a similarly uh titled telstar combat interesting so that's uh yep that was on that telstar yep very similar to combat honestly um maybe we'll talk about that someday it's technically a pong machine but there's more to it it's got hockey handball and tennis so which again kind of is pong basically they're they're pong variants but coleco telstar coleco in general fun uh fun company obviously we'll talk about coleco vision in time this and that so this one unfortunately i can't really demo uh, I'll probably have, I'll probably demo games as I'm playing them, uh, as I'm recording at times. That's kind of an old school way to do <laughs> Atari game reviews and podcast style. I liked that. Some of the older shows, like say, uh, ColecoVisions and such did that, and then they went away from it. Maybe they thought it was low quality, tacky. I liked it. I thought that was fun when the two guys played against each other or, or not played against each other, but played the game at the same time to see you'd get a higher score. So, unfortunately, they stopped doing that and decided to go more into, like, talking about uh, game expos and such, which, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not there for that. I'm there to talk about combat and maybe your memories of it and memories of the system and all that. Would appreciate that more, but I don't know. It's no offense. That's just the way I see things. Maybe you see it differently. I already ranted about that in the uh, pilot episode of this show. So, thank you for checking this out. Again, sorry if this is a little too simple, but... Well, it's, it's combat. I mean, it is what it is. You're going up against each other, trying to get the other guy more than, more than your stuff, more than you're getting hit basically in a two minute 16 second span guy or girl, by the way, it could be two sisters, could be a brother and sister. I'm sure that happened a hundred billion times in the past and still could happen to this day. Um, so other than that, check it out, enjoy it and game on everyone. <laughs>